get up and run, get... Now listen, you get up. Okay, here's the jingle for show three. Here is the jingle for show three. Here is the jingle for show three. Get up, get up. Listen with your ears and not your knee. Thank you, get up, get up. So, five, four, three, two, one. Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Uh, hello? Hello? Can you, hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Oh, don't. Don't. You dare. <laughs> Rachel, can you hear me? I, I can hear you loud and clear. Good. Lisa, welcome to Get Up and Run. With You know, we were so excited last week with Mike. We forgot to introduce the show. So people probably thought they'd tapped into somebody's, like, Zoom call and thought, what the fuck are these lot talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to the adult um, Get Up and Run show uh, with me and Rachel. Oh, it's been a week, isn't it? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Swallius. <laughs> that's the one. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. Look out the window there, Rachel. Can you see the frozen yeah. pond? I can't see you. Where am I looking? Left the or other, right? The other window. Oh, wait a minute. I'll go the other window. Yes. Who, who's that? Well, go, down, go downstairs and look out the other window. I'm looking. <laughs> I can see. It's still as Fullerton. <laughs> you two are hilarious. Woo! It's like yeah. Jack. It's like... Was it Jack and Ori? Let's look through the arched window or the square window. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's well, the window I'm near um, is due to signal signalling problems from our from our studio, which we like to call uh, just houses all over Great Britain. Is I, I've, I've brought a special pillow down today to have my hand as if I, you know, whenever if you remember the original Oliver Twist when he goes up with his hands, please, I can have some more. That is how I'm holding. Can you hear me? Anybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how. Stick with it. That's how I'm holding my mobile phone, just for the power of, of signal. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, anyway, Dillis Fullerton, um, we, we, what we like to do is we like to make you a virtual cup or tea or coffee. So, how, how do you like your tea or coffee? Oh, the builder's tea for me all the way. So if I've got to have a cup of tea, then it's really, really strong and sugar, which is why I avoid it and go for those horrible, well, my, my, well I can't, my husband calls it nettle tea, anything that comes in a smelly bag uh, or decaf oh, yeah. coffee. I know. Do you know what I thought builder's tea was always weak? Oh, now, that, no, well, now we're back wrong, to bloody like rock, paper, scissors, aren't we? <laughs> Oh uh, well, that's going to be that's going to be something for the for the Facebook uh, question yeah, in the that's morning. Your next, that's tea. your next poll. Yeah, right. So, Dillis, if, if, so we're going to make you this virtual tea now, and then if you could just say a quick intro on who you are, uh, and then anything you've left out, we'll make into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> right, like, come on, Rachel. Let's go. Hang on. Let's make some cup noises. Hang on. What, what are You're not supposed to drink Delicious tea. We're supposed to make oh, it for her. We're in pretend. We pretend. Yes, no. Okay. Right, let's go, let's go and fill the kettle up. <laughs> right, Dillis, 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 let Dillis speak, otherwise people leave. <laughs> 
Um, I, I, well, I, you keep calling me a runner here, and I, I think I think my running was a bit of a, a non-start, really, uh, inspired by you, and you know it. Um, I, I think we were we were very blessed as kids. We really were. We, we, the the, the clean was our playground, and I, I was very fortunate, you know, that I had parents that that you know made sure we used it to to the full. But we were feral. I mean, it really was our playground. We were out all day, every day. And then I had to move away. Um, and, and, I, and I think when Hugh started running and, and just showing the Penthlin in all its glory, I just I just needed to get some of that back. I just um, so I started running. I um, I tried. I um, used, uh, I think, the British Heart Foundation 12 um, week uh, plan to get me up to half marathon. How did that um, go, right? Um because we're we're delving deeper each week now with people how they start the running journey how long did you think about it before you actually did it and what was it was that sort of like moment of truth where you thought you know what I'm just gonna go you know what what were the stumbling blocks would you say and stuff definitely just 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 got to do it because I think um for me if I was thinking about it then then it's not it's not really happening but the minute I decide then I'm then I'm then I'm all in um, so it, it instantly, you know, get a plan. I, I, you start reading, and there's so much info out there, isn't there? You know, and, and, and watching what you were doing. So I knew enough to get a plan. Um, and and I and I've got terrible stumbling blocks. You know, I'm 52, overweight, underfit. I've got arthritis. You know, plenty of stumbling blocks. I've got children. I work full time. I volunteer. You know, plenty of things that that could inhibit you. But you've you've just got to you've just got to work your way through. And planning is brilliant because you in your diary and it's set down you do what he always said which is accountability you put it on facebook you tell people you're going to do it and you do it um so so that first one i've got to tell you and you know who i was out of my depth completely at lake Vernon with that first half marathon mm. uh, so much so i looked at my husband and said what am i doing i felt a complete and utter fraud mm. i um, think everybody every rachel have you had that i've had that um i had well, it yesterday I, I still on get it 5k day one yeah. yeah. And, and and you I, I just I mean I could have I really could have. I know I wouldn't have done, but I was that close to you know to turning around and going. But the lovely Hill turned up behind let's let's do it. What's the plan? Um and, and at that point I think we, we pretty much walked half, ran half, um, but we did it. And 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 like who said, he said you don't know what your distance is, you don't know what your limit is still. Um, but that was my new my new record, you know, and, and it just does make you think, well, what 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 is my limit? How far could I go? And you do want to do more. Um, so I did a couple more. I did a, a local one here um in Ironbridge. I I broke all my running records for that one, but I broke at the end. My knees went, the arthritis was so bad, my knees went and, and I had to walk the last three miles. Did you have um, a coach or what was your training plan for that? How did you, um, because you're an intelligent woman, how did you make sure that you didn't overtrain yeah. or, you know, put burden on something that you shouldn't be doing? Yeah, I, I, I think that that is tricky, isn't it? Especially if you've got, um, you know, a condition like arthritis and you you know it's going to you know, inflame and flare. Um, so, so I suppose... Um, I. I Again, you know, fitness is a wonderful thing, isn't it? You don't know what your limits are there either, mm. do you? Yeah. Um, and I and I think 
again, you know, being part of the the running community, you you, you pretty much get an idea of you know. So I, I think it was it was you know, do a hill, do a short, do a fast, do a long, you know, um, and then other training around it. So I, I am I've always been a swimmer. I've always been a cyclist. Um, and so it's other work around it, isn't it? The one thing I've never been very good at is, is you know, is, is strength training at the gym, really. But I'm doing that now because I appreciate that that's something I've got to do. Um, so I then tried one more um, half marathon, which was um, the Pentland Ultra Coastal one. Um, and I, I then, by then, I, ha- I was back to, um, you know, half walking, half running. And I did that with my bestest mate of forever, Ali. Um, which was amazing and doing it on the pencil is, is it was really what it was all about for me mm. um so at that point I think I made the decision that um and I make no excuses for it I'm not a runner but I can walk um and so I think since then I've 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 decided you know you actually you know admitted to myself right okay you're you're a walker you're not going to be a runner let's let's make the most of that and then it's looking for races or events really I don't want to say race because for me it's not about you know winning the challenge is competing it for me the training is is you know is a challenge compete Mm. it's not about competing it is like who says it's about completing it that's the challenge for me um and the attraction for me will always be the pencil so and that's why it's you know who's events and and why we did the 50 um which was amazing, and 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 my, my, Julie and I, who'd met on the recce walks, did that together. We fell into sync, and we we built up a really strong friendship through that. And we're still walking together. Um, and we did that fifty miler in. I mean, our, our actual walking time was fourteen hours. We completed it in sixteen. So we came in with a couple of runners, which is not bad going. That's very um, good. Yeah, and I'm I'm taking it. So I'm not a runner, but I'm 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 a walker, and I can do it. And I'm I'm just now looking for. Um, events that attract me because they're probably in places of beauty or um but but actually finding walking events is 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 tricky i think they're getting it's easier difficult. to find yeah it's really difficult isn't it because post up obviously i'm i'm limited now running wise yeah and i've scoured the internet and there's about two in leicestershire that i can find um yeah. but there's not a lot out there is there a lot of the time yeah. the cutoff is just too tight yeah. Even at a good pace, yeah. good walk pace, it's difficult. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, from an organisational point of view with who, you know, we can understand how much, you know, longer that makes, especially a long ultra race. Um, but, you yeah. know, like, for instance, the 100 mile that we do, you know, it's already 29 hours. If you introduce walkers, you know, you've got oh, to man checkpoints for longer. So I understand it from a, a strategic point of view. Um, but there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's definitely a place, there's a, there's a call for it, Absolutely. most definitely. I could put a link in now for the She Ultra. Where <gasps> I What's this? We're well, yes. have to listen to a, a, another podcast which we're dedicating totally to the She Ultra, which is just a women's ultra, because this is more about um, you don't have to be a runner to be an ultra um, competitor, but also other things that come along the way. So, ladies and gentlemen, there will be a She Ultra special, but not yeah. in this show. That's just sort of like a hook, isn't it? To get people in. So, although, you know, I've got another serious question for you, Dallas. Innie or outie? Innie or outie? Yeah, your belly button. Innie. Now, obviously I'm drifting a bit, but this is what people, you know, you know, we're all, you know, body positive and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I asked on the Facebook uh, get up the other morning, 
The only person I know who's got an outie is Raymond Cassidy. And I've known that since we were nine years old when we went on a Cubs <laughs> trip swimming to Harlech. And he's the only person I know, and I know a lot of people, but I haven't seen the belly buttons, that he's an outie. Now, do any of you know any other people that are outies? <laughs> no, but I Google. I did Google the reason behind it. Almost the reason. It's something to do with how they tie the umbilical cord. How they tie it. Yeah. yeah. Because Katy Perry, Katy Perry's um, an outie. I'm, 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 I'm now, I'm now trying to envisage people and guess whether they have any. Yes, the outies. belly button. It's got to be a show. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're sick of, we're sick of Love Island and Michael McIntyre's Big Night Out. We just want people just pulling their. Pulling their t-shirts up up towards their belly, because I, <laughs> did you know sheep have belly buttons? Uh, so and it's bit, called bit, like bit, claw, to... it's called like a clog in Welsh claw claw. I'll get corrected by some of my but, farming friends. But you see, a sheep would yeah. be a mammal, so by the very nature of it being a mammal, there's an umbilical cord, which is back to what Rachel's just told you. So sheep won't be the only ones, will they? No, and then if we if we go on like that, you know, somebody goes, oh, yeah, you know, I, I asked Rachel in the first show that we discussed, are you a ten a reef or an eleven a reef? So she goes, well, what's the difference? <laughs> you know, whenever somebody says, oh, I've been to ten a reef, and then somebody says, yeah, but I went to uh, um, uh, Las Vegas 28 days and we flew to China, blah, blah, blah. And they're called in an eleven a reef people, right? So, one you know, up somebody, the yeah, yeah, that's it. But, you know, if somebody asks you, which came first, chicken or the egg? Which came first, chicken or the egg? Oh, I'm going chicken. I'm, I'm going chicken. Well, I'm going the both incorrect. Because do you know why? <laughs> Go what on. the dinosaurs come out of? Chicken. They didn't come out of chickens. Did you just say they came out of chickens, Rachel? <laughs> what? <laughs> I beg your pardon. Now, you probably, you know, runners are probably listening. Hey, what's this got to do with any? We're giving you things to talk about on long runs, okay? So you guys just be quiet and carry on putting this into your ears. So, right, an egg. So there was dinosaurs came out of an egg, then snakes, then crocodiles, then the chickens came. So that's where it comes from. Yeah, so you're both still there. Yeah, yeah. And um, everyone who's ever walked with you knows that all you ever talk about is food. Who? Or, or myself. <laughs> <laughs> or myself. Now listen. So, talking about, um, we'll go on to Kit in a minute. Your is well, Rachel. Oh, Rachel's catchphrase. Wait, Rachel? wait. I, I've got first of all. I've got a good question for Dillis. Go on. Go I on. I know you wear a dry robe. What? But do uh, you wear it away from swimming? Yeah. Uh, no. I have a, yeah. I have a, I have a hearty constitution, Rachel. <laughs> and, yeah. and if it's really bad, I'll wear my big coat. <laughs> <laughs> big coat. So have you ever? Be big coat. Have you ever gone to the hall stand, right, Dillis? Yeah. And on your hall stand, your other coats are over your dry robe, and you, no, your, your dry robe is over your other coats, and you thought. Do you know what? I'll just wear this. I'm only going to the shops. Have you ever hey, done that? I, I'm proper hardcore. My dry robe is yeah. in my swim grab bag. It never Brilliant. leaves it. So, I'm so, ready can't, to go. so it's like 
oh, I, the, the lights on the car don't work, so I'll just wear a head torch. You, you'll yeah. never fall into that. How, now, however, however, oh, go on. Is that after my swim in the sea last week with my good friend Julie, yeah. I turned up at Loch Inch in the Highlands for my ice swim without my dry rope. <laughs> right, we'll go on to that next as soon oh, as we way. finish. Well, do you know what? Can I say a confession? You know, I said that I'd never, ever, ever, ever get a dry rope. I think it's just a fad and everything. You got one at the running show, didn't you? No, but <laughs> I'm going to go over to Ireland to watch the lads do the um, Backyard Ultra, the Atlas Backyard Ultra in Belfast, and I'm going to get myself one. Right, well, I, I reckon if you're getting that, then you've got to go all in and get an Udi as well. What's oh, an Udi? What, what sort of Udi have you got? Hey, hey, I haven't, for the, for the I haven't public, gone right there mean, yet. Look, the pair I've of you. Got, look, I've got avocado look, in the post. Wait, I, I'm putting my hand up. Can I put my hand up? Excuse me, what's a nudie? You're talking about weird cheeses with Mike last week. Oh, what's a, a nudie? It's a, game, it's a game changer. It's like an oversized blanket with a hood with arms that comes down to about your knee. Or Are those shin. the towel ones? No, it's no, like a fleece. A fleece. Yeah, so if it's raining outside, you're just going to get wet, aren't you? You wear it inside. <laughs> what? You wear it inside under your dry robe when you go to the shops. So what? <laughs> so what? What? What are the ones that people used to wear on? You know, they were popular about eight years ago. You know, you know when you used to watch a snuggie, used to wear it when you were watching TV. What were they called? Oh yeah, I think you could get slanket. Couldn't you get two people in yes. it? Yes, a slanket. Yes. <laughs> Slanket. Shut up. Is that what they were called? <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm just going to sit in my slanket and have pork and cheese with my gasbit and his small chairs. <laughs> See, so now now we're not talking about kit for runners or walkers or swimmers. We're now talking about kit for just slobbing around the slobbing. weekend. Well, which people do with, you know, this is tapering advice as well, <laughs> or if you're yeah. injured. But weren't they called like a... Listener, what were they called? Was it? I thought they were called <laughs> snuggies, but those are, those are those are underpants for children, aren't they? For babies, those are called nappies. In fact, what? What, Rachel? Rachel, you're cutting out. What are you saying? That it was a spanket, but now it's an ooding. I oh, I want to Google it, but my phone will go off because the signal is shit. Oh, the patterns will blow your mind. Who? I don't think it's a slanket. <laughs> It's a snuggy, snug, snug oh, anyway. So, Rachel, say your catchphrase to uh, Dillis. Dillis, I've been there and ran that. How about you? What? Oh. What when, was your last, when was your last I've been there, ran that uh, moment? Uh, yeah. When I, I, oh, I don't know, because I do, I do weird what? and wonderful things, don't I? I think um, at the minute it's more swimming when people said, oh, have you swum? Um, and, you know, and I'll say yes. I'm getting more of that at the minute because it's been swimming recently. But haven't you been um, in the car somewhere and you're driving past the, like a river or a, or a bit of the sea and, and then you've said, oh, I've swum in there? Yeah, yeah. So what, and, what, that we, happens all the time, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but what what as runners we we turn into ghosts or people eyeball roll. If you're a swimmer and you say that's somebody in the cat, have they got any interest or are they just like you're saying it again only, as a runner? Only if they're you know only if they're another swimmer. If they're not a swimmer, they 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 ask you things. So they 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 ask you 
is it cold? <laughs> yeah, so we get, there's the equivalent for running that there is, you know, for swimming, there, there are equivalents. So, so you, you get, you get standard stock phrases for swimming. So if you've got, if you're with a non-swimmer, you get, you get standard stock phrases, just like you do for running. And then, um, I'm the DNF guy, so you don't have to. Have you ever had the DNF? Uh, no. Or not no. in a cycling race ever or anything? No. And, you know, I, I think I was, I was, yeah, I was really lucky. I was really lucky in the, um, when I did the round um, Anglesey cycle last August, which was, what, 106, 107 miles. And um, I, I, I actually thought I'd been shat upon by a seagull. Oh, that's good luck. <laughs> but then, who, who was then the, I can, realized... I, can we just pause the show for a minute? You know when people say, that's good luck if you get shat on. Who, who the fucking hell was that idiot that started that? <laughs> you know, it's good luck whenever you get a tenner out of the bank machine instead of a fiver. Who said, oh, it's good luck that to get shat on? It's like, I beg your pardon. No, it's not. Anyway, carry on. Well, it, it, it was good luck lampsack. anyway, because it was, it was actually the lovely stuff that is inside my tyres that automatically fills them up if I get a puncture, and that happened twice. Now, well, it's made I'd out have... of seagull shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it had enough time to squirt out of the puncture and cover me before it actually sealed the hole. <laughs> no <laughs> way! Yeah. Also, oh, it is good luck. It's like I bet, feeling I bet, good. Were, I bet you it was a cyclist that said it's good luck to be shot on as he was <laughs> holding his bicycle wheel aloft. But it was good luck because if I'd had to stop to change, you know, my my inners or my tires twice, then I would have timed out. So 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 that was that's that was a close one that one, and it, it took all the time. Um, but it but I but I I was pushing, and I, I knew I knew I could do it. Um, but sometimes other things get in your way, don't they? You know, for DNF, it's not just you. You know, oh, sometimes other things so get in your way. So yeah. many factors. But since you haven't had one, we're going to carry on from that because I've just written other things that I'm going to add to the show. Okay. <laughs> so um, this weekend, uh, you mentioned a little bit. Talk to us about this. How you found about of it? Uh, how you found about of it? How you found out about it? And how you got enough courage to do it? And how would Joe Bloggs think? Yeah. I'll and, give and, that a go. And, yeah. and it, it does take courage, doesn't it? Because again, growing up on the Pentheon, I mean, we learned to swim in rivers and seas. And, you know, and I, it's, it doesn't occur to me not to swim. I jump in wherever and whenever, always have done. Yeah. But there, there has been, you know, a huge surge in outdoor swimming. And, 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 and I've liked that because it's, it's introduced kit. It's introduced ideas of where to go. It's certainly introduced company, you know, strength in numbers, encouragement, yeah. all of that lovely stuff um, that we'll, that we'll, you know, we'll face with the, with the she ultra. But it's um, through that community then, just like the running community, you know, things pop up, don't they? Um, and I did a, a beautiful walk in Better Sequoid um, where we did a, um, a, a secret swim walk where we did about eight or 10 kilometres and we did four dips in four different lakes. And it was just amazing. How long ago on, was that, Dillis? That was about about a year ago. Um, and then when did you just do your year. first... Sorry, I'm, I'm uh, Go on. backtracking. When did you go for your first outdoor dip ever, and where was that? I don't mean like I don't mean going for a swim in the sea. I mean, when did you purposely go into somewhere that was like wild swimming or in 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 the colder months, sort of thing? I I, I wouldn't know when. Um, 
I, I suppose, um, yeah, love to stay near um, Shrewsbury here. They've got an outdoor natural pool. Um, so there are no chemicals in it and, it. and it is lovely, but it's freezing. Um, and I remember intentionally going when it was cut, but I think it was April, but it was really cold. Um, so that was the first time I purposely, I was purposely doing it because it was cold. I mean, we've always done like the Boxing Day dip, haven't we, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But this was, uh, you know, the first time I'd gone in and did, you know, seven minutes of lengths, you know, before before I had to get out. Um, so, and, and that will have been maybe maybe two, three years ago now. And then, um, that, as, you know, obviously go and see a doctor, you know, get checked out on that first. <laughs> but what, what um, an excuse that I'd have, with what you said at the start is if I had arthritis we go, oh I don't want to risk that in case such and such so what oh you know how do you get over over those barriers did you inquire with an expert did you read or you know where did you find yeah. right I've got arthritis it's okay for me to go in for the swim in, in cold water I think I think like you say a little bit of that is is reading up um, part of that is is knowing my body and knowing that in in some sense I was already acclimatized because we've always swum at home in the cold in the seas and the lakes and the rivers. Um, reading about it then yeah, and also knowing you know when I when I did run um, and and even if I was to run now then I I can and do sit in a cold bath and I know that that I was going to ask do you have cold yeah. showers and um, yeah. do you do like the ice bath and cold shower therapy. Yeah, absolutely. So in December, I set myself, you know, you set yourself little challenges all the way, don't you? So in December, I set myself a challenge to have a cold shower every morning. So I got into a cold shower. Um, the, you know, the ice bath I did in December, that was two minutes sitting in an ice bath. So you set yourself these little challenges. So you kind of, you kind of know, don't you? Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't scared of cold water. Um, have you done that as well, Rachel? Is that your level of yeah, I'm a, swimming? I, yeah, I'm a big um, swimmer and I love, open water swimming um but i have to say i do struggle with the cold temperatures yeah. um i had a, quite a bad experience about a year 18 months ago where i got cold water in my ear canal and um it just made me really disorientated and ended up being sort of borderline hypothermic and yeah. so now i'm i'm more of a fair weather <laughs> open water swimmer yeah and then how can you Make sure that that doesn't happen again, say, in normal or open water. I did actually buy a proper neoprene, yeah. like, wetsuit hat oh, that covers right. your ears and then put another hat over the top. Um, I didn't have gloves. I didn't have booties because I've, I've always been a swimmer. I, I think the temperature caught me out. I wasn't expecting it to be as cold as it was. It was late October. Yeah. Um, and it was just one of those things, isn't it? Just like sometimes on a race, you can just yeah. get terribly cold and can't warm yeah. up again. Yeah. And that and that's affected by the same as any running race, same as any challenge, isn't it? You know, sometimes yeah. your, your body is just not up to it, whether you're not quite, you know, you know, 100 percent or, you yeah. know, so, and that's the same with swimming. Some days you can do it, some days you can't. And there's just no fighting it. You just have to. OK, we'll come back and do it another day. Yeah, I think even like pool, isn't it? sometimes a, a mile in the pool can be really easy. Sometimes it's the hardest swim you've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think I think we both of you. um explaining how you overcome situations that's happening the listener that may have thought do you know what i fancy giving it a go and then they've had oh but what about the ear canal well you can get you know um the that the swimming caps yeah, the for hat, it. you get earplugs you can get all sorts yeah now. There's, there's equipment the out there's amazing yeah and which will go on about your kit list one, one of the, the 
one of the other really, you know, you know, inspirational people I, I've met on that on that secret swim walk, um, and then suggested she then suggested <laughs> we go to the uh, Highlands and go for this ice swim. Um, who was that? You know, uh, who was that, Dillis? She, she's called Rachel Rogers, and 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 she's done some uh, absolutely amazing things, and she's really getting into cold water. But she also due to a diving accident now can't you know submerge or swim with the head but she's faster than me above the water doing breaststroke you know oh, so wow. so there 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 are ways and that's another thing Absolutely. I love. when I swam yeah when I swam in Llyn Padarn last August my target for the year was to swim a mile outdoors it wasn't quite a mile but it was a competition I did really well and I was really really pleased with it but I'd trained, I'd tried to train to swim with a wetsuit and to swim from crawl, you know, and, 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 I'd, and I'd, I'd got a trainer to help me with that. But in the end, I, I would have missed so much of that beauty. And I'm really, actually, I panicked so much. I did just do breaststroke. And I, again, I did really, really well. And I was really, really happy with it. There comes a point in your life where you, you, you realise you don't have to do it anybody else's way. You can do it your way and still achieve and, and and still be a part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, th I, I think the word being a part of it is so important because yeah. if your if your focus is so much on the the end that you know yeah. not the end, but if you're focused on right, I need to do this, I need to do that, and you haven't got your wonderment head on where you're looking around at the beauty and also enjoying the human humanity of you know just being, I don't want to sound like a hippie, but I am, being with one of nature and all that stuff, then you miss out. It's more of like a smash and grab yeah. rather than yeah. an immersion. And then just just going back, because I know there's a few runners like spiking up their ears now thinking, so I, I'll ask Rachel first and then I'll ask you as well, Dillis, if that's okay, ladies. Rachel, how did you get into the outdoor swimming and what would you say would be the, the kit to buy and, you know, how would somebody just start you know if they live in the city and then I'll ask I'm the really I'm really fortunate that about 20 minutes away um I've got a great lake but they also started in lockdown um in within the lake they put lanes out so it's like swimming in a pool wow so the ladders in and out at the other end there's like a little decking jetty like floating bit that you can get in and out you can you hire a lane for the hour and you can take your time and it's a great introduction to open water because you've got the experience of open water but the safety of a lane if that makes sense and how would people uh, find, find out about this how did you find out i, about I googled i literally Brilliant. googled simple as that swimming now is, yeah. is massive um so much more is going on so many more people are doing it there's a little private lake not far from me that um they've sort of jumped on the bandwagon after covid when swimming pools and gyms weren't open um oh and, yeah yeah and they, they set stop. up and it's, yeah. it's just it's just a family-owned lake and just one night a week um they opened it up and they have a couple of people out on canoes and the boys are already up and you can literally there's no where I am there's no sort of set route you don't have to swim all the way around um you can swim around the edge where you can still stand up or you can mm. just swim out to the middle and back that's important just be courteous of other people yeah yeah and kit wise for me I started in the summer in just I mean I've swam outdoors for quite a few years now um in the summer I'll just wear what they call skin so you swim costume 
Um, but as soon as the temperature drops, I do put, I've got a couple of wetsuits. So I've got a swimming wetsuit that's no buoyancy at all, really. Um, and then I've got a couple of thicker ones. Um, I don't normally swim with gloves or booties, but um, as I've got older and got softer, I've started putting those on as well. And as much as I can after that bad experience, I, I wear everything. Good. And then um, yourself, Dillis, what what kit did you start off with and what would you recommend? And, and yeah, stuff? so I... Um, uh, uh, the opposite to Rachel. So I actually, if I say this, I quite, I quite like the cold. <laughs> and again, being, men being menopausal, being in cold water is a lovely place to be. Yeah. Um, so, um, but even my son laughed at me last week and said, "Mum, when did you ever start wearing a hat?" You know. So I, I have got this lovely swimble hat that can get a bit wet, um, and I do wear um, neoprene gloves and uh, socks when it's really cold. And some swims, if you're doing competitive swims, will insist. Um, you know, below a certain temperature that you wear um, a wetsuit. But I, 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 I really don't like it. And not, not just because I don't like the feel of swimming. I actually like swimming in the cold water. I like the freedom of it for me. And I, I don't, I like to, I like my head under. Um, but so kit for me is very basic. I swim skins, like Rachel says, just in a, a costume. Um, and, is that the know, term? If you say, say if I was just swimming in my trunks, yeah. I said, yeah, I swim in my skins. Or is, it, it just yeah. For, yeah. or is that just a, a female terminology? Nope. No, yeah, you're good with that. You, yeah, you're, cool. you're, you're like skins. <laughs> can I just, can I just stop? Pause this for a minute now. Yeah. Um, went to Asda today, and um, because it's it's in Wales, it's Santos Dwynwen, which is yeah. a bit like St. Wales's thing. So I spent, I'd say, a good eight minutes smelling Yankee candles, <laughs> and um, I, I, I have to admit, I was a little bit off my head, and then. I felt liberated and I've gone and bought myself a pair of XXL box shorts just to feel the looseness. <laughs> so, uh, you know, sometimes bigger is better. So I don't know where that came from, but we were talking about pants. And I just wanted to share with everybody <laughs> about my uh, XXL. And I'll let you know how I get on with them and how roomy they all are in next week's show. But yeah, so where did you go this weekend, Dendilis? So it was uh, Loch Inch in the Highlands. So that was a how, good. How high and how did you get there? It was about how I drove. Um, it was about four hundred miles, I think, about seven and a half wow. hour drive. Yeah, but oh my god, worth it. Um, really, really beautiful. I even said to somebody when I got there, I'm not allowed to say it's nicer than Wales, but it might be. <laughs> I think with the Scottish Highlands, they just look. To me, I love Wales. I love. I. I think. So. But the Scottish mountains, they just feel older and more. There's that depth of colour in them. And you just think, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It, it, it seems know. bigger. It seems, you know, quite it vast. Yeah. Um, but the, the wonderful thing about it is that, that you know, the amount. We, we, we found some beautiful forest walks whilst we were there as well. We went off and did a few miles. Um, but the... the um, everything about it the lakes have all got access points they've all got little beaches they've all got little piers it just says come and have a go do you know what i mean so it's just how, how could yeah. they how how weather wise how did they know it was going to be cold enough to do this it was it was colder than they thought it was going to be so when we arrived on the friday night um there was there was nowhere to swim so we, we took one look at the lake and thought well that's that cancelled then they must have a plan b you know perhaps we're going to go for walks or i don't yeah. know um but sure enough 
out they came with their ice picks and their, you know, <laughs> they just literally wow. started hacking a hole. And this ice was inches thick. It was inches thick and there was snow all around. It was absolutely stunning. And when we got in for the dip on Friday night, there were fairy lights in the little hole in the lake and looking up at the stars. The starry nights in the Highlands are amazing. And was um, it just women or was it women and men? I would say there were just over 60 uh, people and I would say maybe three or four men, if if, if at all. And was it and advice it might... for both? Oh, sorry, you go first, Rachel. Uh, it might be a silly question, but I mean, I assume it was cold, but yeah. was it take your breath away cold or was it like did you feel like you could do it over and over yeah I I thought it was going to be colder so I hadn't although I knew what the challenges were when we were going up I hadn't committed to doing any of them I just said to myself I was going to go I was going to go in the water but as to whether I would swim 25 meters 50 meters or 100 meter I wasn't going to say because this was so unknown I didn't know what to expect but actually, it was um, it was it was it was it was fine. It, it, like every time I get in the water, it's just like I don't know. It's so comfortable. It was it was yeah. it was cold. Don't get me wrong. Right. Clearly, it was it was zero degrees. <laughs> and then the air temperature and the wind chill was even colder. Um, but you know, the you good thing. Clothing straight on, or yeah, definitely. Um, so I think the good thing about doing this little dip on the Friday night meant we were climatized for the swim on the Saturday. And by Saturday, they'd um, you know they'd they'd gone back out with the um, with the ice picks and 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 axes and were uh, had made, if you like, almost a twenty twenty five meter um, boy to boy uh, let you know strip. Wow. Um, so they 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 because of the coldness then they limited nobody was allowed to do the hundred meters but we were allowed to do the fifty and I knew because of what I'd done the night before I knew then I could do the fifty and that's what I set out to do and that's what I could do and that's and was that was that breaststroke or were you cold? yes yeah no so I didn't um I had got all my kit with me so I've got one of those lovely skull caps like Rachel is saying we must we must do a photo of us both in those Rachel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, but I did just go um, in skins um, with my gloves, my boots, um, or socks really, um, and uh, a little hat. And I, I just did um, breaststroke. And it's amazing, even on the second 25 meters, how my, although I felt all right, my body, my swim was slowing. So you really can, it, it, you know, it has an immediate effect on you. So whether you think you're doing all right, you, you, you know, because my swimming was slowing even then. And then Did you were one oh, at a time going together. Um, yeah, they they um, so for those swims, um, we were going in, um, I think you know, six or 12 at a time, whatever. So we were going in, 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 in smaller groups, and then they had two lovely portable saunas for us to jump straight in. No way, yeah, lovely. One here, one in a horse box, it was amazing. Um, oh, wow. And then they'd dug out one little channel so you could go into the sauna and then just go and do your dip like they do in Scandi countries, you know, and just have a dip in the in the ice again then. And then you're right, it's it it is it is then about getting dressed and getting dressed, you know. You you don't want to do it too quickly. Ironically, you think you want to get dressed and warm quickly, but you slow slow and steady is the way what, to do it. What was your heart rate? Um, I haven't I haven't even looked. I mean, I didn't have a monitor on. I'm sure my Garmin would um would have something on that. That's really interesting here. I haven't looked. What is your heart rate? Well, what does your heart rate? Well, what's your rest thing, and what does it go up to whenever you are in in the lakes and so on? Um, or have yeah. you 
Yeah, do you, do you check that or you, you don't? No, no. Um, yeah, see, yeah, I'm but... a geek. You see, yeah. I'm a geek. I'd be the kind of person who'd be stood in the water with my watch looking at it in my face. Yeah. So I do you look at my. I would look. I look at my. You know, my speed. I look at my time. Yeah. Um, I think. I think. Um, perhaps if I'm in the gym or doing something aerobic, I would know my heart. My 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 heart rate. It it, it is upper. Um, you know, it, it it does go quite high. Um, but not not when I'm swimming. I've never looked at it when I'm swimming. Do you, do you look at yours, Rachel? Uh, yeah, I'm. I look at it all the time. I've got a bit of an issue with my heart. It can spike. Um, I developed weird condition a few years ago, and um. So it like in the gym and things, if I'm on the uh, spin bike, frequently I can get to like 194, 200 oh, beats a minute. And, um, uh, yeah, and then I just feel a little bit dizzy and woozy, but it, it does calm down quite quick. So I do check mine quite a lot. But swimming wise, I never, I, I haven't done that much cold water swimming as such. I've done the swimming dips, but not a proper swim. And have you checked so, it with the dips? Yeah, but it, to be honest, because you're only sort of in and out, it will spike, but probably no more than if you're doing a, a good swim in the pool as such. Oh, right. So it'll just go up about 20 or 30. But that's just, that, yeah, that's just me personally. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I everybody's different, aren't they? Yeah, because I, I think for me, it, it, I, I, I've recently got in contact with my my heart doctor. I've had, ladies and gentlemen, I've got, well, you know that I've got three heart valves, replacement heart valves, and I've also got a cancer that makes me flush. But he said for me, I'm able to push things with my heart. And I've always said, do you know what? I want to go and do this because it's got so much therapeutic for the body. And just it's just a buzz. But what I don't want to do is put a big burden on something that is is yeah, a, a replacement. Yeah, so I'm waiting for him to come back. But my good friend, Ted Jackson, who we're going to have on the show, Whenever I asked him, do you know what he said? And I, for me, I think this is a great answer for everything. The only person that will be able to tell you is the man yep. in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he, it's yeah. like an ultra. You wouldn't go straight into an ultra. You build up slowly. And that's exactly what you would do, yeah. you know, for, yeah. for this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so many people are following the Wim Hof, aren't they? So well, I was going to now, you'll see so many people with um, ice baths or converted um, barrels. Yep. And they will just go and sit in their garden every now, day. Do you to think cold water when I was at the running show this weekend, and obviously I'm going to put my 50 year old man hat on, there was people selling bins. Yeah, ridiculously expensive. About six, 600 yep. to 1200 pounds. Yep. For me, well, I, think, I, I think that's ridiculous. Dillis, what do you think? Do you think? Ah, uh, well. I, uh, we have. Uh, I, I have to keep. I have to keep this a bit quiet now because my husband's in the other room, and, and, uh, and they need to. You know, it's like kit, isn't it? You've bought um, one. You've right. Bought no. One. Well, I've read that the best thing to buy is actually called a plasterer's bath, and they're like dirt cheap. But we need yeah. to keep quiet so everybody doesn't go and get them, and we bump the price up. How much are they? Like fifteen quid. <laughs> I'm going to look. We're going to start selling and put the get up, <laughs> get up and run dip. <laughs> And, uh, and sell them for twelve hundred pounds because, ladies and gentlemen, you need one. You know, yeah. you need the plaster's bath. Yeah, plaster's bath. <laughs> like you heard it here first. Of, you know, you like did. your plowman's lunch. You can have a plaster's <laughs> bath. <laughs> In that, you get like rain ducks and a duck and a pint. 
Oh my god, we've forgotten anything else about the show. Although this is a running show, there's Mike broached on it a little bit last week. He used to cross train with hockey and cricket. I think with anything, it's always good to have yeah. other sports and hobbies. Yeah, keep the because there's a lot of unfit runners. You know, if you want to see how unfit you are, just swim a length, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like Jesus. Or if you're used to running on the road take yourself you know in the fells or up the mountains and i think by putting in swimming or walking walking so important with ultra running it makes a difference doesn't it Dillis? and i, and I think and then oh yeah i said what i've forgotten for the show what i was going to talk about in the show but we've tacked off a bit you're going to fucking africa with julie <laughs> what's that got to do with swimming me and me julie <laughs> how did that happen I I I, well, I tell you what's so funny. I, I, um, when I when I first came across it, because again, what I'm looking for is a is a walking challenge, and this is advertised as a you know walk run, you know walk jog or run event. So so that in, that initially caught my attention, and then what's secondly, it called? It's it, it walk jog or run with um it's the ultra challenge series, um and we're going to the Sahara, so we're doing the Saharan challenge in October. How many, day, how many days? So it's 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 two two days, two marathons, but the second one we can extend to an ultra, which we will do. So wow. so it'll be two back to back marathons, the second being an ultra. And where are you um, staying? Have you got like like you know, marathons of sables, you've got a bouvac following you around yep. or have you got yep. tanks so, and so, stuff? so we will camp um in the in, in the Saharan desert basically. So yeah, so we will have overnight stays. So it's gonna be a linear walk. Um, what does then, that mean for people who don't understand what linear is? <laughs> it's it, it, not circular, so it's in a line. <laughs> so, so we'll 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 uh, we'll walk in a, in a line, um, following following a riverbed, I think, really, but it really you know mixed terrain, really quite um, rough terrain, and um, and we'll stay in Bedouin in you know in Bedouin tents, so it'll be quite a, and 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 it looks absolutely stunning, which is you know a feature for me because that's I I couldn't do you know. A, a, a road um ultra it just doesn't appeal at all i don't want to do ultras with hundreds of people in that doesn't appeal at all um so this this you know this will be you know a few, couple of hundred people and it's and how, long, stunning. How, how long do you get to do the marathon on day one um so there is a time limit for the uh for those who are running it um the walkers how, how yeah, long do you yeah but there's much there's i think i think I think it might even be twelve hours, so it's plenty. Brilliant. There's plenty of time. They've said nobody's ever timed out on it, so. Um, but it's fine. You know, Julie and I have trained now for several years. You know, together, and we we trained remotely together, and we've done lots of you know who's pencil ultra you know virtual challenges together remotely, and we we maintain a three mile an hour average over any terrain and any elevation. You know, so so we know what we we know what we can do, um, and yeah. we're, we're gonna, we've got lots of events penciled in for this year and booked in for this year um which kind of you know so so we'll do increasing back-to-back -back, um training now um between now and october um we'll we'll, we'll do back-to-backs regularly and we'll increase the length of those back-to-backs and then putting some little challenges in or what, trainers or were you wear walking boots for that or yeah. visibility or yeah, it, it 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 varies. I think um I think we're both um going to take um boots and uh, trainers when we go to the Sahara, and we 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 both walk regularly in in both. So I think it very much depends on the terrain, the distance, and you know the conditions really as to what we wear. Yeah. 
Um, I, so... I recommend with both of them, there's a place in London you can send them off to get um, like Velcro it's... around the the shoes. Yeah. So you can put your gaiters over it so you don't yeah. get any sanding at all yeah. because I think it's feet maintenance. Um, so yeah. but I think that's so exciting because as you say, you know, some people might just see something like Marathon de Sables or the Antarctica or something like that. Well, that's not for me, but I wouldn't mind going there for, you know what I mean? A, yeah. you know, something that hasn't got all of that stuff in it. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, great. And, and then, so are you collecting, what charity are you collecting? I'll put the link in the notes. Yeah. So, so we're going for Cancer Research UK. Julie recently lost her, um, her, 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 her grandfather to, um, and as you know here, we we all know somebody, you know, yeah. and, and and we've all lost somebody. Um and, and so we thought it was a good, you know, far reaching cancer that we hoped would reach, you know, lots of people um and that we'd get lots of support. So um well done. So I'll, that's I'll, what we're raising for this year. Yeah. Said, you know, um so it's called um what jog run. What um races, you know, you've got your training, but what races yeah. have you got? in the build-up or what walks have you got planned yeah so so what what i've done we, we normally um do um reckeys for the pentley nilchers you know and take people yeah. with us we, we like to do that so what we've done what i've done now is make sure that for every one of those i do every month i will then do a second day as well so do back-to-backs build those up every month um and then i've put um there's a local challenge here for me which raises money for a local school which i really like and that's in the shropshire hills so nice. um, that that will be our first sort of marathon distance in March, um, which we're both going to do. Um, and then we've got um, um, one booked in for on the Welsh coastal path, but lower down, sort of Pembroke to um, Fishguard to Cardigan. And then what we'll do, we'll go and do another distance again, then from Cardigan upwards are on in July, at the end of July. Um, and then part of this walk, jog or run ultra challenge series, because we've signed up for an international event, we, we, we qualify for a free um, 50k event somewhere. Um, so I think we'll try and look to fit one, you know, in, but obviously taper. So nothing really after mid-September, we won't, we won't put anything. Yeah, in. that's it. If you do the six, six months and work your way back. Yeah. So I think, oh, but that's exciting. And yeah. then, um, I'm sure I think, I think that's... Kit wise. I need to ask about kit, Dennis. What yes. would you? What hey, would wait, you wear? wait a minute, Rachel. <laughs> paper, scissors, I, so... won, I won with rock paper scissors. <laughs> oh, oh my, okay, go on then. Right. Um, do you I'll take like a um, <laughs> hydrate bag or um, snacks? What's your go-to? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it, isn't it funny? It, you know that I, I, I've laughed. I think all my life, or found amusing. Really, you know, people who say, "Oh, they're my lucky this," they're my lucky that." But it is interesting when you when you start doing challenges like this that you you have kits that you come to rely on so much that you almost feel Absolutely. you couldn't use anything else. Um, so both Julie and I are, are um, um, uh, hocker hocker shoes, um, trail and road and boots. Um, I have got some scarper boots at the minute that I really like. Um, but um, I, I, I go with a, a salmon bag. I've got um, I've got a camelback um, hydration vest that I use if I'm doing short things. But um, we, we've both got a salmon um, backpack which will fit a bladder in and um, two flasks. So I think we'll certainly need something like that where we can carry two. In fact, four liters we'll need to carry. 
Um, what do you, do you drink Vimto like Mike? No, ah, see, um, I, I am a Vimto and scampi fries, yeah. <laughs> Does Vimto have something like 16 teaspoons of sugar in it? It's ridiculous. I so think I think Mike doesn't care. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, I'm with Mike. Um, yeah. So, obviously, gin is the first, you know, but um, <laughs> when uh, along the way, then yes, a Vimto and scampi fries, most definitely. Lovely. I'm not in the jelly babies camp. I don't like the furry teeth. I can't be doing no. the jelly babies. <laughs> Jelly babies haven't got furry teeth. What they ones do, do you They do. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the, the the cheapest bit of kit I've got are these uh, almost like cycling shorts, but they're not padded cycling shorts, with a drawstring waist and a little zip at the back that I get from Decathlon for about eight quid. And they are my absolute go-to because the... The cuff has got a lovely, uh, you know, bit of tight elastic. The waist doesn't fall down. I'm not constantly hoiking them up and they just sit there. So they're eight quid, which is probably the cheapest bit of kit I've ever had. <laughs> but I swear you, by them. You have to ask because I have a, a go-to pair of knickers that oh, I wear. Well, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> and and they're just, or like with hockey, I'd have a certain pair that I would always wear because... Yeah. I knew they stayed in place. Do you have the same? Yeah, well, a funny story. I did try the Runderwear knickers and I bought large and I could tell you they keep they keep all of me warm and dry. <laughs> like, like they come, they come, they come up to my neck, Rachel. So I think <laughs> up on those. <laughs> we could get in fact I could just cut armholes in and wear those. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, sorry, seamless pants are definitely, um, you know, the way to go. Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, and uh, a shock absorber bra for, for girls. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, and there are some lovely girls there that, you know, that that aren't blessed with a big chest or would say they are. Um, but it's it's really difficult. So um, praise be to shock absorber bra. Can I put my hand up? You know, whenever you're watching a film. And um, like, uh, the, like, say it was a, like a fifty-year-old man, and then there's a snogging bit on it, and there's there's, there's <laughs> like kids in, and then you don't want to like make conversation. That was me then. <laughs> there you are, Cliff, there That's you are, how I felt last week when you were talking about your boy bits. <laughs> were we talking about our boy bits? I, you not... and Mike were talking about boys' bits that girls don't have. Oh, do you know what? I'm sorry about that. I think me and Mike just were just so close. <laughs> <laughs> but, no but it's good it's always good good to know that we've giving i think what i'm learning as well with the podcast is that we're having a kind of what's the word um the female and the male side yeah. of the outdoors with a foundation of running however the cross training which yeah. is the swimming and the exactly. other sports that we'll speak yeah. to people about it gives like all ages and demographics, um, you know, uh, like, uh, oh, yeah, we can find out more about that. We might listen to another podcast. There we are. Phyllis, have you got anything you want to promote or say or um, anything oh, that you would want for, no. like, as, as you know, anything you'd like <laughs> if you went before? I'd like World Peace <laughs> and another casino in Vegas. And we need to donate plaster people baths or what have you. Yes, plaster baths. Uh, we need photos in our skull caps. 
Um, yes, I will now ask everybody I meet today whether they've got an innie or an outie. Please do, Delissa. Yes. Don't ask three people you know. No, and then we need a poll on what constitutes a builder's tea. And I think our work yeah. here is done. Delissa, yeah, thanks also, ever so much. Size down on underwear. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say, I, listen, listen, but underwear, you know, if they ever come on the show, they're the best thing ever. Obviously, you know me. Don't buy a large, otherwise you can wear it. Now, on the next episode, I'll be wearing the dry rope and a pair of <laughs> underwear knickers. <laughs> uh, Eating who, quark who, cheese. Real swimmers definitely don't wear underwear under their robes. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I'm going to be at the revolution. <laughs> Revolutionarist. I'm just trying to work out how to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Oh, Bye-bye. Nice Thank guys. you, guys. Right. Bye. Right. Can't turn it off. And hello. Rachel? Hello. Hi. Hello. Yeah, hi. That was the end of the show. But although it's the end of the show, should we just do the start of the show now and then people can just Yeah, why not? Like the people the people can just work out what the fuck's going on. And hey Rachel, okay. Point... Yeah, good. How are you? I'm all right. Um we spoke to Delis earlier today. And uh, we'll be playing, we're, we're uh, doing it later, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We're speaking with Dillis later on today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be a good show talking about um, swimming and Africa and um, walking. Walking. Yeah. So cross training. So it's a good bit of information. But what you've been up to since when did we do the show with Mike? Was it last Thursday? It was. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. Gym spinning weights. And uh, managed to lose my dog yesterday. Apart from that, it's been great. Are you doing too much training at the moment? No, I'm. Um, I'm being really careful because I'm literally in limbo this year. I'm waiting for my next, my other knee to be operated on, so I can't really plan anything. So I've just started. Yesterday was my first day of your couch to five k the fun way. Oh, do you know what it wasn't? Was it? Like I, I, I didn't realize how much running was involved. I, I'm doing the um, well, you say what you did, and I'll say what I did. I, I, I say running, I mean, I'm I'm being very sensible because obviously my leg, uh, you better have be Rachel. So, yeah, I'm only at like 70%, so I'm obviously being careful. So, oh, my slower. run, although Strava said it was my fastest mile, it was oh, my okay. fastest mile for 18 months, so I actually felt really proud at the end of it. Um, but like I say, the the running element did catch me out when you said, "Oh, just two more to go." I'm thinking, "Oh my word!" <laughs> oh, I hated me this morning. Yep, yep, yep. So it, but it was good. And like you say, I'm going out. Um, going to decide whether I go out tonight or wait till tomorrow. I've got a tiny bit of a niggle. It's normal. It's just where my metal work is in my leg, and it's the cold weather. Um, so it's whether or not I go tonight or tomorrow morning. When did you do the last coach to 5K? Yesterday. Well, you can't do it today. You have to do it tomorrow. Okay. You have to, you have to, you have, you have to split it. So you've got okay. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's how, yeah, is it? Or Thursday. Okay. Yeah, Tuesday, yeah, yeah. Thursday, yeah. Saturday. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I went and I did the couch to 5K. Well, I've taught loads of people to do it and I've, did it myself when I first started running, and then I did this podcast back in 2019 where the walkthrough stuff is. And I've been going for like a little half an hour, well, half an hour, my little to the gate and back walks. 
Yeah. So I'm doing the couch to 5K, the walking way, which is I walk and then I just walk a little bit faster. That's it. I just want to get to a 5K distance. And you forget when I, I'm now an on-runner and you forget, yeah, Rachel, how long a minute is. Absolutely. And I'm in the same boat as you because obviously I've not run properly oh. now. And that minute of, I mean, most, I mean, I, I probably could have walked at the pace I was jogging at, but I was conscious, like you, you kept saying on it, slow down. So I consciously yeah. slowed. But yeah, that minute seemed forever. And then I looked at my watch, like Strava at the end, I was like, I've done a mile. Wow. But it yeah. is, I, I think um, for me as well, it's, it's not, well, it's not a blessing, but it's a blessing that I'm able to chat with people who I wouldn't have really acknowledged properly previously whenever I was a lot fit. I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah I, I, I know it's a tough one to do because, you know, I had me in my ear. So I've got my inner dialogue saying, come on, mate. Then I've got the actual out loud person saying, yeah. okay, smile. It's quite humbling, isn't it? Like you, I have come from like ultra running background and then something happens and it all gets taken away. So it's like you're starting from absolute yeah. scratch again. And and that, I'm sure that... some people look at you and think, but you can run. But obviously when you haven't run for so long, yeah. You actually can't. No. And, <laughs> so, and I think, yeah, and, I, and the breathing, everything. It's literally stripping it right back to the basics. And I think that we'll get that celebrational feel at the end of the nine weeks. Because, okay, we're not really selling it, saying that, that week one is always shit. Week three is a bit lumpy. Seven just takes you sometimes a little bit. But the rest of it, you will start feeling, oh, my God, yeah. this is good. This is good. And we've got, like, a little Facebook group. Um and the podcast me, if you, yeah. a, a proper strip back plan because I am an absolute swine for if the physio says you try a little run yeah I'm the sort of person, I'll go out for five miles and then do myself damage so this is brilliant for me because it really strips me back to yeah. the basics and that's and, so important I yeah. think it's getting Absolutely. the ba- getting the baseline you've got is it I don't know how to say his yeah. name Linriad Linriad system the Linyard method. He was a, a New Zealand coach uh, for the Olympics, and it was just no matter what their fitness stamina was, he just did this baseline running fitness for twelve months, and he just stuck. And I think that's so important. So anyway, for yeah. all all the big mile ultra marathon runners listening, just going, "What are we on the road? Listen, we're just <laughs> it's very well. And then, um, so your dog, when did you lose him? Uh, so after the couch to 5k the fun way he clearly didn't have fun so um he it was it was dark it was five o'clock in the morning so he just wondered he slipped his lead uh first um well collar slipped his collar off first time he's ever done it and um obviously it's dark so i couldn't see him and so i spent two hours and nearly seven miles looking for him um so did a bit more than the 5k yesterday yeah. um put his mugshot all over facebook the local pages and somebody contacted me and basically he'd followed another dog walker home with their dog nigel oh, and that's nice. i had to friend. go and pick him up and he was having a wonderful time at nigel's house oh. <laughs> what's your dog called again he's called walter walter do you know what 
I'd have a pint with Walter and Nigel. I can see them now in the British Legion. I Hilarious. See... When I went home, I'm like, oh, I've come to collect Walter. And she went, my dog's called Nigel. That's brilliant. And uh, <laughs> So anyway, we took some flowers and beer around yesterday while Walter did and wrote a sorry note. So um, hopefully he won't do it again. He's very clingy and he's oh. been sleeping a lot because I think he ran a lot yesterday. <laughs> yeah, my dog Izzy, she's just... She just sits on top of me at the moment, especially when Caris is trying to talk to me. He's like, no, you're not speaking to him. But anyway, I went down to the running show. Um, yes. My, my friend drove, and it's given me uh, a boost of confidence to travel a little bit further because I can get knackered and so on with, with my health. You also the, the Strava running... art. Sorry? You did some fabulous Strava art. Oh, yeah, like cockerel. Unbelievable. Yes. The running show is it's just full of runners. It's an incredible place. You've got guest speakers and so on. If if you're new to running, it's brilliant. I went to see those people I specifically went to see Light Up You, who gave me some uh were kind enough to give me some of their lights and I've got that spider um vest, but they gave Looks me incredible. Oh, it's it's brilliant, it's fun. You got like a little pack, like a little um, pocket behind um, the button to keep your, it's your, your. I was going to say to keep your torch, to keep your <laughs> phone and your car keys. But they're really? really good, and they were just too busy because what I didn't want to do was go over to them and start chatting when they've got a queue yeah. of customers. So went to, so I just saw them in the distance. Same with GB Ultras. I wanted to go and say hello to Wayne. They yep. were packed, so I just. Didn't want to take customers away from. So uh, David Hellard, hilarious from Bad Boy Running, and yep. um, um, oh, I've gone blank with his. Oh, Caffeine Bullet. Have you tried Caffeine Bullet? I haven't. Oh, it's the best. You know, sometimes you get a spike if you eat some food, and then yep. you dip. Caffeine Bullet's like you. We had it in the MDS. And it just gives you that kind of, like you'd get off an espresso coffee, but it lasts for about 30, 40 minutes without like feeling a little bit jittery. Really good. So <laughs> chatting, with, chatting with him. And then in the middle of it all, there was some guys doing park law. What's that about? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I don't understand park law. Don't, don't, don't know. And then I treated myself, well, not me, I treated the family because uh, my son, Guillaume, plays a lot of rugby and um, for my wife, and my daughter a massage gun but i'm not sponsored by them so i'm not going to uh, name them yeah i've got one which one have you got I, i'm not going to i'm not going to say because i'm not okay. sponsored by them but okay, um yeah but have you tried um, what have you tried it unbelievable all the different heads what are they for i've only got the one head because i got it at a massive reduction uh, i've got about six to eight different ones not got a clue what they're supposed to do but if you're um i find that if your legs are a little bit tight yeah you have to be careful which head you put on because it can hurt <laughs> oh yeah you know like there's like they say that there's acute pain i think you really need to research it it's not what you know if you're gonna spend that amount of money on uh a piece of equipment you need to research what you're using yeah, and that, that's why so many people go oh yeah i'll buy it and then you know, it's, they don't research it enough to get commitment. Yeah. But, like, my son Guion came home yesterday. He'd had a game of rugby the weekend. And he basically had VIP service. He had his tea made. And then he had the, his hamstrings massaged. 
And then I was doing stretching exercises with his leg. And I was thinking, that's £650, please. <laughs> <laughs> but the running show, I can't recommend it enough. Can't recommend it enough. And then we travelled back on on uh, Sunday through Bala and Snowdonia. And it was just beautiful. Because it was beautiful. the end of the... Um, the end of the snowy weather, which brings me on nicely, ladies and gentlemen. We will have somebody from the spine on uh, after this week, uh, uh, but I can't tell you who it is because do you know why? It's a surprise because I haven't asked them yet. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I have asked them, but they said I'll get back to you. Ah, uh, okay. So if they're listening to the show, get back to me. Get right back then. to so, us. So, yeah. So I'm glad you all enjoyed the show. We need to sort out this paper, scissors, stones thing, uh, Rachel, what? because... Oh, my God, is your dog in here or an outie? Is a dog a mammal? He's got an innie. Yeah, Izzy's a, um, a female mammal dog. <laughs> oh, my... oh, I need <laughs> to sleep now. I am just a female mammal dog. <laughs> what, 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 kind, what kind of breed have you got? I've got a female mammal dog. Mammal okay, dog. then, thank you very much. <laughs> Walter, oh, she's looking at me now. You know, like how a whale comes up from the sea yep. with the beady eye. She's having a snooze in the sun, and she knows I'm talking about her. Right then, that was a great show, and I'm glad everybody enjoyed what we're just promoting for them to listen in our fantastically edited Get Up and Run podcast. See you later, Rachel. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs>